and welcome to another podcast by BNP Paribas Wealth Management. My name is Charlotte de Capoisson. Today, Edmund Shing, Global Chief Investment Officer of BNP Paribas Wealth Management, will unveil his investment strategy for September. Hello and welcome, Edmund. Hello, Charlotte. What effects are high prices having on growth in Europe? Very high prices for gas and electricity in Europe are having a very negative effect on European growth, acting like an extra tax on growth. That we can clearly see, and it is for that reason that we are expecting a recession in Europe this year, the remainder of this year, and into 2023. How long and how deep this recession is will, of course, depend clearly on how high and for how long these energy prices remain at today's extremely elevated levels. We are expecting a modest recession because we expect energy prices to slowly come down. They will remain relatively high compared to history, but they should come down over the next few months for several reasons. But notably, we are already conserving energy, using less energy, uh, both industrials and households. Secondly, we are finding other sources of energy other than from Russia, for instance, liquefied natural gas from Qatar and the US as one obvious example. And thirdly, politicians and governments and the European Union are all acting together to tackle this problem urgently because otherwise it threatens to have a very negative impact on European industrial companies and of course also on households. Edmund, what do you expect from the US dollar in the coming months? Well, the US dollar has of course been extremely strong, surprisingly strong so far this year and in fact last year as well. We are actually expecting a modest fall in the dollar. We think we saw the peak in the dollar quite recently and it will fall back for two main reasons. The first reason is simply the difference in interest rates between the US and Europe. We expect the Federal Reserve to raise the Fed funds rate to 3.5% before the end of this year, but then to maintain the Fed funds rate at 3.5% all through 2023. In contrast, the ECB in Europe, we think will raise the reference interest rate of 1.5% by the end of this year, but then we'll raise this reference rate further to 2.25% in 2023. So as you can see, the gap, the difference between the US interest rate and the European interest rate will narrow, particularly next year. And we think that is a one motor for a modest appreciation of the euro against the dollar. The second motor again comes back to energy prices, which are acting as a tax on the European economy, but also therefore dragging down the euro. If energy prices start to calm down, that should also have a modest positive effect on the euro. And so for that reason, we forecast the euro-dollar exchange rate at one spot zero three dollars in three months and one spot zero eight dollars in 12 months, i.e. a modest appreciation from today's levels just under one. Have we seen the low inequities or should we remain cautious? This is, of course, the big question. We hope that we've seen the lows for stock markets in June, but we're not sure. There are a lot of uncertainties, both economic and around markets at the moment. Energy prices being one, the depth and length of economic recessions being another. So for the moment, it's difficult to judge. And for that reason, we've remained neutral in terms of our recommendation on global stock markets at the moment. We hope to see improvements in a number of key indicators in the coming weeks and months, for instance, financial conditions, for instance, real interest rates. If these go the right way, we think we will be able to become more optimistic 
on stock markets going forwards. But at this moment in time, we watch and wait, but we remain neutral. Edmund, what is the most resilient asset class in 2022? The asset class with actually the best performance, either in euros or dollars this year, has been infrastructure. A euro-based investor has gained roughly 15% in a global infrastructure so far this year, which is a very positive performance at a time when most other asset classes, bonds, credit, equity, are in negative territory. So that's pretty resilient performance. And again, given the crises that we see, the need to invest in particularly energy, utilities, water and food infrastructure going forwards, we think that demand for this asset class will remain strong. We think the potential for this asset class to deliver a good level of income plus income growth in the future is good. And so we retain our positive recommendation on infrastructure as an asset class. What are your three key recommendations today? So to summarise, what do we like right now? Where do we think you can invest? In global stock markets, we look for global dividend funds, particularly those with some element of dividend growth, such as dividend aristocrats. At a regional level, we still like UK and Japanese stock markets as well. Secondly, US investment-grade corporate bonds with a maturity of up to five years. Again, in this segment, you can get not far from 5% yield as a US-based investor, which is pretty good right now. And thirdly, as I've mentioned before, global infrastructure funds, because again, they perform very well. We think they will continue to perform very well. They have following wins because of the need to invest, for instance, to renew our energy infrastructure, to move towards renewables faster and low carbon forms of energy. Edmishing, thank you very much. And to our audience out there listening to this podcast, please like, share and subscribe to our podcast channel by searching for BNP Paribas Wealth on the podcast channel of your choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict or Spotify. Goodbye. See you soon.